Welcome to On the Shelf episode number 32 of... Brutal Battle. And this one's going to be interesting for us because one of the beers is almost half the ABV of the other beer. So we usually lean towards the lower ABV ones, but taste-wise, let's see what we appreciate. We lean towards low except with the brewery. Right. Oh, yeah. Which is like oh, well. then the opposite. Well, because they're like super special beers since we're in that society. And on top of that... Uh, they do a really good job with super high EBV beers. There have been a lot that we've tried, though, where we're kind of like, this is excessive with the ABV, and I really wish they'd cut it down because it could stand that from a taste perspective. But then also, like, I know that a lot of these beers, they can do lower ABV and still capture those same flavors. So it's just like, I don't know. I feel like it might just be a matter of time before they actually start trending that way and realizing that kind of... That's what the market wants more of. That's why you're seeing a lot more people kind of skewing towards um, non-alcoholic options, like non-alcoholic yeah. beers getting more popular. This, like the hop lark, the hop water that we had on, or the hop tea that they do, stuff like that. And also just lower ABV beers in general. People want a lot more sessionable stuff more often. I'm not saying it's just like that's the most popular thing right now, but I'm saying it's trending that way. Right. And I think that... It, it may kind of have to do with the pandemic and the, a, a increase in people kind of realizing that they went a little too hard on the alcohol during the pandemic, so they want to, like, kind of step it down now. Hmm. So it, the easiest way to step it down, then, is to, you know, you can still consume a decent amount of <clears throat> of an alcoholic beverage, beverage, but if you're choosing much lower ABV, then you're doing better for yourself. But anyway... That's not about the beers in front of us. Yeah, we got I'm, two other ones. I'm very excited about the first one because it's been some time since we've had anything from this brewery, and I remember enjoying hoppy stuff from them. I, I honestly, I remember enjoying pretty much everything I've had from these this brewery, and that brewery is Six Point Brewery. They are out of originally Brooklyn, New York, but they also have locations apparently now in Parksburg, Pennsylvania, and Downingtown, Pennsylvania. Which I told Rebecca that before we started recording, and I was like, Victory is also in Downingtown. I feel like we should make a trip. Yeah. And hit up Six Point and Victory. That'd be pretty cool. I know there are also some other good breweries in that area. So, you know, we'll see. But anyway, this is their Invisible Haze. This caught my eye because it's a West Coast IPA. Love the name, Invisible Haze. That's the best way to sell it to the Haze Bros. This is 8% alcohol, so obviously it's an Imperial IPA. Um, And I'm just hoping to get something kind of reminiscent of their resin. which is yeah, you love that resin. Their resin was so good. I haven't seen resin in stores in, like, a while. Yeah. I always love that. I mean, we loved, like, a lot of their hoppy stuff, like their top, I think, Bengali... Was their IPA. That one was really good. And what was the other one that I really liked? The Puff. You oh, particularly yeah. really liked that. the Puff. Yeah. Well, then they had that Jammer pack. Yeah. And we really liked that. That was their Goza. And they did like a whole a whole pack of fruited, of the Goza's done different ways. Like one was just straight up and then there was one that was like tropical and one was like berry mix. And yeah, we did an episode yeah. on that. It's a pack attack. So you can find that on our website, BrutalBattle.com or on archive.org, search Brutal Battle, and then look up Jammer, honestly, and it'll get you there. Or Six Point, you'll find them. But anyway, 
It's clear. That, that color's beautiful to me. Orangish. It's very orange. Um, there's a little bit of a haziness to it. I'm wondering if it's a chill haze just from being colder. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty clear otherwise. It's got good head retention. Just hanging out on there. It's so resiny. Ooh, man, it's resiny. Woo. I get a marmalade yeah. on there. Very clear marmalade. It's kind of like a... Sticky. Marmalade to me smells kind of like a bright citrus mixed with honey. Yeah. In a sense. Okay. It's like sticky though. Yeah. Yeah. It, it smells like it's going to have more of a syrupy mouthfeel to yeah. it. Which I'm I'm totally down with. Totally down. I'm getting some pine. Yeah. There's definitely some pine in there. There's a little bit of the grain bill coming through, a little bit of that kind of okay. like graininess, um, which sometimes is good in beer, sometimes a little bit not great. It smells like a brewery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that smell, like you just walk in and like, mm-hmm. it smells like this. Well, and I think that's the connection with that, you know, the spent malt grain yeah. kind of smelling a little bit of that. So yeah, it is reminiscent of a brewery, but the the nose is significantly lower level than you might think aroma-wise, but... It's what I'm smelling smells good. A little bit of a sweetness on there too. I took my first sip. Um, definitely getting the very resiny, very resiny, yeah. very orange marm. I'm getting the orange marmalade, that orange. Oh yeah, big time. Um, orange sweetness, and then there's a decent bitterness to mm-hmm. it. Now, I will say it's not nearly as bitter as I thought they might go. So maybe that's kind of them trying to appeal a little bit to the Haysboro community, especially because they call it Invisible Haze. So someone may see it and see like, oh, Haze, or not immediately get the joke and grab it, and they don't want to like fully off-put them. I've definitely tasted significantly more bitter stuff from Six Point in the past, so I do think they were very restrained with the bitterness in this, but captured really nice West Coast IPA flavors, like that marmalade we're talking about. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, that pine to it. It does have a syrupy mouthfeel to it, but not too much. It's not, like, to the point where you feel like you almost have to chew the beer. And Six Point does the tall 12-ounce cans. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They look like energy drink cans, basically. Mm-hmm. So this is think? nice. Like I, yeah. I thought you would. I do like it. It's very dank and resiny, and that's what... That's something I miss a lot from IPAs nowadays. Yeah. Um, you don't, it's just really good. You don't get this style a lot anymore. Mm-mm. That's why when I, I like saw it. it in the store, I had to jump on that. I'm like, we're definitely getting this. Like, I didn't even let Rebecca debate that. I'm like, this is for us. No. He was like, oh, in the six-pack holder. That bitterness is nice. It really rounds out the beer. It really does. It's almost too much for me. I feel like it kind of goes up to the line, and you feel like it's going to step over, and then it just stops. Like, See, for, for me, me, that's what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, for me, it crosses the line a little bit. Like, Okay. I like the sweetness. I like the flavor profile, but then the bitterness is just a smidge too much yeah. for me. Okay. So, moving to the second beer. This one's in a 12-ounce can, so less ounces, less ABV. We got two 12-ounces, which is weird. Oh, yeah. That's right. That is 12 as well. It just... Because of the tallness throws yeah. me off. Um, so this is Two of Tarts Goza by Upland Brewing Company. And it is an ale with passion fruit and mango. It is five or 4.5%. And they're out of Bloomington, Indiana. 
So I've heard really good things about Upland from a sour standpoint. We've never had Upland before. Oh, wait. I think we did at Savor one year. Okay. I think that's what, yeah. I think at Savor we had them. There's a little thing they have on here that says all bets on tropical. It's kind of hidden in the can art, but I'm excited for this. I like a nice light sour. So heard a lot of good stuff about the sours from Upland. They're finally distributed in Maryland, so I'm excited to give them a go. And at our store, they had a decent amount of Upland there. So if we like it... Because they had stuff in bottles. Yeah. I mean, we could even do like a version of a showcase if we like what we're tasting here. Oh, this is very yellow. Very yellow. Yeah, very pale yellow, slight haziness to it, kind of like the invisible haze, so it could be a chill haze. A little bit of a head sticking around, mainly fine bubbles, but a few medium to large. There, you get that salinity. Yeah, it does smell salty for sure. Um, Very goes Very very lemony. Very goes on the nose. Yeah, there's a significant tartness on there. I'm getting some lime. What is in this? Passion fruit and mango. I do get the passion fruit. I, I don't think I get the mango as much as I yeah, get passion fruit. See, I feel like you would get the mango because I feel like it's a more stronger scent. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it might just have to do with the ratio they put in there. They may have gone way heavier on the passion fruit than the mango, kind of knowing that mango is a lot stronger. But yeah, I'm mainly just smelling passion fruit, and that goes a salinity and a wheat yeah. base to it. I'm getting, I'm getting like the tart, like like lime, lemon lime. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's got a very nice, like, tropical, bright, vibrant Goza smell. It smells very nice. Oh, it's very light. Whoa. Yeah, and it's just, like, light tart. I like it. It kind of hits your tongue in the right way. Yeah, I... It's almost too light on the flavor, but not. Um, It's very sessionable, very approachable. I feel like this could appeal to a lot of different people. I mean, if you're in this... As the, um, what, the, what were they called? Somerville and Brewcast, which doesn't exist anymore, but I'm sure their episodes are still available on, on whatever podcatcher. As they used to say, it has slammability. The slammability. slammability is high on this. Like, if you just want to slam this whole can real quick, you could easily do it because the flavor's there, but it's also low and the body's light enough that you could just slam this thing easy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not still not getting the mango, and I wish I was because I love mango. There is more of a salinity in the flavor than I think I want. I would want that a little bit more restrained because I feel like that's kind of taking away a little bit from the fruit. But it's still good. I still enjoy it. It'd be a good beach beer. It'd be a very good beach beer. Um, yeah, and again, like I get the mango very slightly, but just like on the aroma, it's primarily driven by passion fruit. Yeah, it's so very light. I do like the the very light tartness, though. Yeah, I can't. I don't dislike the beer. I just wish it was a little. There was a little more flavor. Sure. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Um, but it's it's good. It's I mean for a low ABV, yeah. Yeah, beach beach beer contender, right? Yeah, for sure. So, which beer would you say was your winner for this one? Invisible haze. Yes, me too. So yes. Invisible Haze for both of us, and then the Two of Tarts, the tropical one uh, for the second one. But this has been fun. Um, Do you have anything to wrap up with? I don't think so. Okay. 
I know we talked about brewery stuff in the beginning. I don't know if there's anything else you want to throw out there just randomly. But thank you, everyone who has been listening for quite some time. It is very much appreciated that you're listening to this. Do us a favor and tell some people about the podcast you think might enjoy it. Also, rate us and review us through iTunes or Stitcher or whatever you use to listen to the podcast because that really helps as well. Uh, like I said, back episodes you can get through BrutalBattle.com or Archive.org by searching Brutal Battle. You can email us if you just want to say hi or you want to talk to us about something or give us recommendations or call out a particular format of episode that you want us to do more of, BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. We are on Untapped. I am the easiest way to find me is Carlton Malibu, all one word, and it's spelled how it sounds. I guess that I'm Rebecca C, but that, there's probably a lot of Rebecca C's out there. So I that guess the be. easier way is Ruby Reb 62. R U B Y R E B 62. Yep. Yep. So be our virtual friends, you guys. Be our virtual friends. And then the Instagram Brutal Battle Podcast. All right. And I think of all our kind of like. I mean, Untapped and Instagram are our best social medias, obviously, because you can see everything we're checking into on Untapped. But on Instagram, you can actually see pictures of what we're checking into. And you actually add, like, flavor text on there as well. Sometimes. Like, talking a little bit about what we experience with the beers. So, yeah, I think it's it's been good. But, yeah, thanks, everyone, for checking this out. And until next time. Keep it brutal.